Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear his voice, move in his direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Pazava. Heavenly Father, we come boldly before the throne of grace once again, Lord God. We're so thankful for this wonderful day. This is the day that you made. We're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. God, we're so thankful that you're for us and not against us. Thank you for the keys of your word that get that sets us free in everything that we face in life. We give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth. I'm excited about uh, talking about this same subject of fear. I know it's not nothing to be excited about, but when I'm talking about being excited, I'm talking about being excited that we have some resolve. We have a way that we can overcome our fears. So in Christ, we might be in this world, folks, but we're not of this world. According to John chapter 17, we belong to a higher power and his name is Jesus. And that's why we can say greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. That's why I get excited. I get excited about God's word. I get excited about how he's given us the provision of his word so that we can overcome every obstacle of life. And of course, we've been talking about fear the last three three weeks. And, and as a Christian, as a believer, we can overcome fear and phobias with the Bible. We've been talking about 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, how God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we found out, according to 1 Peter chapter 5, that the enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion. He is not a lion. He throws out a lot of noise, but he's not a lion. And let me tell you what fear is, and because he is the, the root of all fear, the devil is, and fear is a liar, and it activates the enemy when we allow fear to be part of our lives. So let me just give you another key aspect of what fear really is. It's a great acronym, and maybe you might want to write this down, but fear is false evidence appearing real. And that's what the enemy does. He masks fear through anxiety, through worry, through fear, to the unknown with phobias. I'm telling you, that's who the enemy is. He brings false evidence appearing real. But the Bible says, according to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that, that, that he, the enemy, is seeking whom he may devour. In other words, the enemy is looking for a crack for his noise his fear, his phobias to affect us. If, and, and maybe it's not affecting you, but if the noise, the fear does affect us, we have his word. The Bible says, folks, we got to hold on to this, that God's not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hey, just for a sound note, a, a side note here, just for a second, you know, we got to definitely help ourselves. We got to put ourselves in position 
not to receive fear. And what I mean by that, you know, we're in this season, this Halloween season where, you know, there's a lot of scary movies out there. There's a lot of haunted houses, haunted things that we could do, you know, for fun. You know, well, 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 it doesn't really affect me, Pastor Anton. It's all fun and games. But you have to remember something. That fear is a spirit. And if we allow fear, even in these aspects that I'm talking about, scary movies and haunted homes uh, that we want to visit just because we want to get a thrill. If we allow fear in, it's going to affect us i remember as a young as a young young child i mean i was nine ten years old i saw my first dracula movie and i'll tell you what after that movie i wasn't the same i was i was afraid of the dark i was afraid that that dracula was going to come to my home i was afraid to go down in the basement with the lights off i mean it really affected my life and see that's what the enemy is looking for He's looking for a crack. And that's why we got to look at the bigger picture. Sooner or later, these fear spirits are going to affect us. Whether you believe it or not, it's going to affect us with the real fears and phobias that we face today. In other words, you know, we might think this is all fun and games. But this is real, folks. Fear is real. Phobies are real. And all these things that we that we think that we're, are all fun and games are going to affect our lives sooner or later. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9, to resist him, resist the enemy, steadfast in the faith, in the faith of Jesus. Why? Because in verse 10, Peter says, that Jesus reassures us that he's given us God's grace, his favor to perfect, establish, and strengthen us and settle us. I mean, I tell you what, the enemy that has nothing against, has nothing on us when we understand the presence of Jesus in our lives. That's why we can proclaim with great boldness. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. God has given God God has given us in place of fear power to be power to be perfected, love that is established, and a sound mind to be strengthened and settled. Now, for this to be real for us, we need to look at the latter part of that scripture of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It's the power, it's the love, it's the sound mind that we're looking for. We have to believe it and accept it. And those fear and phobia leaves will just fall off. You know, we're in this season of the fall. You know, uh, trees are, are, are dropping their leaves. They're getting ready for the winter to hold their, their nutrients until the spring comes where they can then branch out and and grow new leaves you know and flourish even more but that's what i'm asking you to do i'm asking you to push out the fear i'm asking you to push out the old stuff the phobias and replace that 
with the new. What's the new? The word of God, his presence. That God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So that every time you're faced with a fear situation and an unknown situation, you're counting on God's word to do the work for us. He loves us so much that he provided a way out, folks. And let's allow that word, the Bible. And there's so many other scriptures in the Bible that talks about how we can overcome fear. But let me share another tool that we could use to overcome fear. It's being thankful. Yes, being thankful. Giving God glory in the middle of our fear. That God is going to work his plan through us to overcome that fear. So I want to give you this example in second Chronicles chapter 20. This is, this is about a King, King Jehoshaphat. He's a good, a good King. And, uh, um, he's always, you know, inquiring, inquiring of the Lord. Uh, but he's caught in a pickle here. He's caught in a situation. And I want you to notice what he does in the middle of his challenge of fear. I want you to, if you have your Bibles, go to second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse one says that it happened after this, that the people of Moab and the people of Ammon and the others with them, besides the, the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat and all of Judah. And uh, verse three says, then Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. He was in a place of fear, folks, a leader, a leader of his people. But he did this. He sought the Lord and proclaimed a fast. Now, I'm not asking you every time that you're faced with fear to proclaim a fast, but he was in a pickle. He had three major armies coming against him, and he didn't know how to battle this. He didn't know how to fight this. It was only one nation against three. So, they, so he inquires of the Lord. He seeks the Lord. Folks, if you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with phobia, go to God. Go to Jesus, tell him what's going on, and he's going to give you the answers that you're looking for. I'm giving you answers today according to how you can deal with fear. And you can listen to the past podcasts and get some other revelations for yourselves, okay? But I want you to see what happens here. So Judah gathered, verse 4, so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord and if you jump down to verse 14 it says then the, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel son of Zechariah and this is what he said in verse 15 listen all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you king of Jehoshaphat Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed 
because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours but God's folks your fear your phobia your unknown is not yours it's God's we got to give it to him we got to cast our 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 cares on him we got to cast this fear on him and he's going to give us the resolve that we're looking for the peace that passes all understanding when we're faced with fear with the unknown so here's Jehoshaphat now this 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 prophet it was like God speaking it was like God speaking in in person to the people of Judah and Jehoshaphat was full of joy for the good news that that was given to them in verse 18 of the same chapter and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord worshiping the Lord they were so thankful that they received the answer that they were looking for they were in a place of fear but God said I have the battle it's mine I'm going to take care of business just trust me and that's what that's why Jehoshaphat bowed his head in all Jerusalem Judah uh, worshipped the Lord and so Jehoshaphat took a step further I love this story you know verse 20 it says so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tico and they went out Jehoshaphat stood and and said hear me O Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem believe in the Lord your God believe that he's going to fight the battle for us that's what, that's what he was saying and you shall and you shall be established believe in his prophets and you shall prosper what a promise right so Jehoshaphat is so confident that God is going to fight the battle for him. He does something strange in verse 21. And I'm going to read this to you. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord, who should praise the beauty of, of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. So here's Jehoshaphat. I mean, this is not what you do when you go to battle. You send your best troops out there so you can fight your enemies. But no, he sends the singers out first to praise and to worship God. It sounds strange, but Jehoshaphat was so secure that God was going to answer his prayer he just began to praise in advance he began to worship God in advance and verse 22 says now when they had began to sing and to praise the Lord right no let me say that again when they began to sing and praise the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir and they had come uh, that had come against Judah and they were 
defeated. God fought the battle for them. Now, you can read the whole thing for yourself, but my whole point here is that Jehoshaphat, it sounds like a fairy tale, folks. It really does, but this actually happened. Here's Jehoshaphat. Didn't know what to do. He was surrounded by the enemy, but he inquires of the Lord. He gets an answer from the Lord in the middle of the fight, right? Judah believes and accepts the answer, and then they worship God in the in the middle of the battle. And God wins the battle for them and defeated all of their enemies around them. Well, Pastor Anton, that's Old Testament. Come on. Do you think that really, really happened? Listen, it's in the Bible. It happened. And I will say to you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if we're thankful, if we made a request to God, God, I'm in a place of fear. I have this place of unknown. And you begin to worship God. Just start to be thankful. God, you heard me. Thank you, Jesus. I just worship you for what you're doing. Thank you for the word that you're not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a, you begin to worship God in from your own heart. God is going to fight the battle for you. So let me give you another example, a New Testament example. In Acts chapter 15, Paul and Silas have this, this mandate to reach the Gentiles. These are people other than Jews with the gospel of Jesus Christ. They go into the city in Philippi and, and witness to the people on the resurrection of Christ. And in their journey, they run into a slave crew who has an evil spirit. But Paul tells that spirit to leave her, and it does. <laughs> you might think, well, that's a good thing, right? However, the master of that girl was making money from what she was doing with the public. Well, he got mad, influenced the whole city to beat up and throw Paul and Silas in jail. So I want, I want to read this one portion, Acts chapter 16, verse 24. What happened here? Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. So it wasn't just like an outside cave where it had bars on it. No, it was the inner prison. It was dark a place that you really couldn't move a whole lot because they were chained, right? And who knows what was in that inner jail? Insects and, and, and you know, bothering their faces and their, in their skin and, and rodents, you know, uh, getting around their feet. And they could have got it into fear. But I want you to notice what happened here in verse 25. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. They decided we're not going to get into fear. God, you called us as a mandate to reach the people of Philippi with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We did a good thing. We're helping people. 
So what do they do? They are praying and singing songs in the middle of their situation. They could have complained, really allow fear to get a hold of them, but no. They thank God in a song. They thank God because they had an assurance that God would deliver them. Verse 26, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. God did a miracle, folks, for Paul and Silas. Doors were opened and chains were loosed. Folks, this wasn't the first time Paul encountered trouble, but he learned to be thankful during the trouble. Remember, he is, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And maybe, you know, fear is gripping you. Phobia, these phobias are, are gripping you. The unknown is gripping you. Anxiety, depression, they're all gripping you. But what did Paul do? What did Paul and Silas do? Thrown in an inner jail, they decided to worship God. Say, God, thank you for delivering me. Thank you for not giving me a spirit of fear. Thank you for helping me. You're going to have to read the rest of the story of what happened here. Could it be that when we're faced with fear or phobias of life, we could do the same and get the same results just by worshiping God, being thankful in the middle of a, a, of a fear, in the middle of unknowns, in the middle of the phobias that we face in life? Listen, God has equipped us well to overcome fear God has given us every tool we need to overcome fear so let's recap folks let's put ourselves in a, in a good position to overcome fear first of all you need, you need to know that God is for you and not against you that he loves you that he wants you to overcome these fears he wants you to live in liberty. He wants you to live in freedom. But let's help ourselves. Let's put ourselves in good position, but not allowing any evil spirit to influence us. Well, you're going way too far with that. Listen, you are the only one who can decide that. You're the only one who can decide. You know, there's some major fears, some major phobias that you're facing in life. So why not set aside those things to not influence you so that you can overcome the fears and the phobias a lot better? So number one, position yourself. Don't allow any evil spirits to influence you. Number two, when fear or phobias come our way, start saying 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but of power love and a sound mind be focused on the power be focused on the the love be focused on the sound mind and watch how that that fear 
leaf, that phobia leaf will just fall away. And number three, have an attitude of being thankful. Worship God in the middle of those challenging fears. God is for us, folks. He loves us so much. Again, I say it again. But it's all up to us to to read God's word, believe God's word, accept God's word, proclaim God's word, say God's word, and then to worship God. And I believe with you that God is going to help you overcome every fearful situation in your life, just like he did for Jehoshaphat, just like he did for Paul and Silas. Let's put ourselves in good position. Let's proclaim 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Let's worship God. And when we do, we're going to be far off better than where we were in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for every listener right now that's facing a fear, that's facing a phobia they just can't overcome. I pray the revelation of this podcast be so real to them. They would come to a place and understand how important they are to you, Jesus. And that they would have a revelation of how much you love them and how much you have given them every tool they need to be successful. So I thank you, Jesus. Make this real. I thank you, Lord God, that you're doing a miracle with their lives, just like you did a miracle with Jehoshaphat, just like you did a miracle with Paul and Silas. God, you're not a respecter of any persons. We thank you. We believe and accept this word now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, everyone. Subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, He is for you, and He's ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.